This is the Real and Refined Podcast with your hosts, Shawnee and Jess. I just can't get enough by the way you put it down. Baby girl, I just can't get it. Don't stop, just listen. This is the last time I said the last time. This is the next time. All caught up in the time to put it tripping this is the last time okay testing testing i think we've we've um i hope that this sound sounds correct because i legitimately don't have time for another sound faux pas this is the last time Your diet is not only what you eat, it is what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, the people you hang around. Be mindful of the things you put into your body emotionally, spiritually, and physically. That is so real. That is a daily (laughs) challenge for us all. Literally a challenge. Because, I mean, think about it. That quote is so... Real and refined. It's so relevant. I still feel like, are we recording? Are we? <laughs> Hello, somebody? Are we here? I think we're there. It looks like we're there. I think we're there. But no, that really resonated with me. And so, <laughs> mm. so this week, you guys, Shanice has been on a hiatus yes. from social media. So that y'all. quote that she read was super inspiring. But I already saw it. Last Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just now getting on it and I'm looking and I'm just like, oh my God, just have you seen this? Have you read this? She's like, "Uh uh-huh. She's like, it's Nipsey's birthday. I was like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. I've been doing that since 8 o'clock this morning. But it's okay because I want you to feel everything that I felt when I first saw it. I want you to have that same feeling that I had. When I already saw it. Revived. <laughs> but you know what? This is a great day then to get back on social media on Nipsey Hussle's birthday. Right. Shout, Shout out, out to a real The one. stars align for that moment. I mean, they align. Do you hear me? He's yeah. up there shining. Right. R.I.P. Oh. still to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Such a tragedy. Gone too soon. Gone way too soon. That's, that's, that's so corny Real niggas don't die for him on the flat. I love J. Cole. Me, We're not talking about him right now because <laughs> Nipsey is the focus. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we miss you, Nip. Honestly. But, but that is a reminder to what is it? Give flowers while you're alive. Then Drake said, You made me this way. <laughs> <laughs> put flowers what? under not <laughs> wait, put flowers under my name, won't you? Won't, won't you? you? <laughs> <laughs> I apologize oh. on behalf of us both. I wasn't on behalf no, I wasn't of the real ready. refined squad. Um, I wasn't ready for Drake, but I'm always ready you. for Drake. Won't you? Won't you? <laughs> Yo, oh my God. We're back in our favorite setting <laughs> on the bed. We're on the bed. This is where the magic happens. Okay. <laughs> The magical podcast sprinkled that fairy dust. Like, I don't know. I feel like we create our best segments right here. <laughs> but ow. <laughs> so yeah. we decided a lot of things um, since the last time we recorded. We decided that counting 
our episodes based on the season was just not going to work yeah, for us. Yeah, that doesn't work. So I think last episode, we said episode two. Of season three. We lied. The yeah. numbers are wrong. Math is hard. So basically, this is episode eight, I believe. Episode eight. I think that's, you know, it's crazy. Like because we've had eight episodes and it's almost been a year. Oh my God. But you know what? That's okay. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> It's almost been a year. Wait, does our year come up in November? I believe it's November. It's November. You're right. Well, Ooh. maybe it'll be we what twelve? Like a ten episode anniversary. I was something. gonna say ten. Ten was on the top of my list, but I figured that we would do two more within the next couple of weeks. We will. So I was like, man, is that too soon? Like, should I say twelve to like round up the year? Should I say like fifteen? Like said you may need a friend. Put flowers <laughs> under my name, won't you? Won't so you? we should just put flowers under our own name to celebrate the fact that we got 10 episodes Respect. instead of just waiting until, you know, it's too late. Too late. <laughs> he literally, Drake is so real, y'all. Like He has oh Jessica's mind. God. If y'all don't know, Drake has Jessica's whole mind. It don't matter what, he when, too late. what state we're in, Drake is always relevant. <laughs> let me just let you know. I don't care where we are. We're going to be in Atlanta. A song will come on at the strip club if we're even at a strip club. And all of a sudden. Atlanta, Vegas. Yup. See? Yeah. (laughs) But it is going to be a Houston, Atlanta, Vegas year for us. We're actually really excited about that. We hit Vegas first. We're a little out of order, but that's okay. We're not going backwards. It's like kind of just really out of order. Vegas, Atlanta, Houston. (gasps) That's what we're doing. I'm so ready. I'm so oh, ready. Me too. Oh, I'm so ready. And I know he was talking about the strip clubs and all those places, but you know what? It doesn't even matter. That's neither here nor there. That was what he was talking That's about. Wasn't he? There. We're not going to any strip clubs. That's not really us. That's not really our thing. No. But speaking of our thing, we decided to come up with a structure for you guys so you can have an expectancy of what we're going to bring to the table mm-hmm. for this new season, or should I just say this new everything? Um, yeah, these episodes to come. So we're going to give you an update with us first. Um, This is Hey Shawnee speaking. Um, That's my Instagram handle, but I go by Shawnee or Shawnice. Um, But my update is that, well, as Jessica was telling you earlier, I've been doing a a break from social media at my church. Um, They are doing a fast. And so a part of the fast is taking a break from social media television and music now i decided to only do social media and then like partially music because i have to listen to music at work anyway because it's always in the background so i can't really fast from it (laughs) but i got back on (laughs) before the you know the fast ended um just because i wanted to get back in touch with social media not only for real and refined because jessica posted something fire on our story first of all (laughs) Okay, so if y'all haven't seen it, check that out. Okay, it only lasts for 24 hours on the story, but we added it in our highlights, so you can go check it out there. Uh, but you probably won't see it, because by the time you hear this, it's going to be gone. It's gonna but gone. that's okay, because we're going to have more regulated content. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about that. Um, and then we're going on a trip in a few weeks, actually, to Atlanta, which we were telling y'all last time. Literally, like... A month away, and I can't, believe it. I can't wrap my head around it. 
Like, what are you going to do? I feel like I'm always so last minute with it. True. And we. But I think that's where we thrive the most, where things are like not super tacked yeah. down and planned out. When we were like impromptu, it's yes. probably like the best turnout for us because we're able to just fully be ourselves in it without having certain expectations of how it should be. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. But we wanted to try and partner with like some brands, um, do. Um, what is it? Not a get ready with me, but um, more of a just post content. Yeah, try on hauls and things like that. Yeah, so because that. we are very there and you know present, but also gone in <laughs> a way, there. and like gone girl. But True. we're here. We're so elusive with ours. Like <laughs> it's so hard because that's who we are naturally, mm-hmm. just to be in and then to be out and have that mystery. But trying to emphasize this relationship with you all and you know, um, maximize what we can on our podcast, um, we're having to challenge ourselves a little bit more. Right, just be more out there. Not out there in like a bad way, but just more present. Just more connected True. to our audience. And I feel like. We do have an audience and sometimes, you know, I think because the way we operate in our close relationships, yeah. we don't have to like communicate every day <laughs> no. to know that we're there and supporting each other. And so I think sometimes we carry that over into our relationship yeah, with our social media and true. our platform and our podcast. And we're like, well, you all know we there. So we don't got to like tell y'all every single day, every other day. But we actually do. Yeah, we're learning that we do. <laughs> and we have to be more present. And um, from the words of a wise man, we have to show up. Yeah. So we're going to do that a little bit more for you guys. So um, that was one half of the update. Just what's an update with you for this week? Um, this week, it's funny because, like I just said, we don't talk every day, Shanice and I. Yeah. But we, like, still check in enough to know what's going on and nothing changes throughout those ups and downs or whatever. But while she went on her social media hiatus, I didn't go off of social media. But I definitely, like, unplugged a little bit from just, like, people. And I've been taking more time to read. So right now... (laughs) I'm reading this book by Devon Franklin that I got like a couple of years ago um, that I just haven't finished. It's called called The Hollywood Commandments, A Spiritual Guide to Secular Success. And I think that's so like that aligns with what we're doing right now because we are very like spiritual and, you know, we have a deep rooted connection with our faith, but we also feel that we're being pulled in the direction of like our podcast and having this platform true and ultimately in a secular world so just kind of navigating that with how to um sharpen our skills and maximize on our talents and our interests yeah while also staying true to who we are and not losing that in the process so i feel like that's like a good like guide to uh, continue down this path and kind of get me refocused because like last week I discussed, you know, I go to therapy and you know what I'm saying? And life is hard and we were (laughs) sad and it's okay to be sad and to accept and acknowledge the emotions that you're having, whatever they are. And I took time to acknowledge them. And in order to fully do that, I needed to unplug a little bit. And kind of like reset. So reading my book and taking time away from people and like kind of just sporadically posting on social media kind of does that for me. So that's what I've been up to. Okay. I've been sleeping because I've been sleepy. Yeah. 
Yes, um, for I've sleep. I've been really getting that in. Uh, right now, we're kind of up past my bedtime. Me too, But girl. this is a good exception because we have to make sacrifices for these things. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's literally been it. My son, he starts school uh, next week. So we had meet the teacher. He's starting kindergarten. Oh my god! And <laughs> I'm actually not like I'm emotional, but I'm not like that emotional. He's in school. School. He's like a big boy now. He's a legitimate like whole child. He's not a baby. Oh my gosh! Be and ready he doesn't for him. act like it at all, girl. He's gonna come home with new sentences, new thoughts, and you're just gonna be blown away. He's a hot mess. Like he blows me away every single day oh my gosh that it's is hilarious so exciting but yeah that's what i've been up to um nothing too crazy this week um yeah but so to get into the topic for the day y'all so we were having this conversation and um <laughs> it somehow got into the topic topic of double lives and I think that that would be something super interesting to touch on as there's different stages in your life where you can have a double life. But what we've come across is like a certain type of man that has a double life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really disheartening, but also it's intriguing because married men seem to have these double lives that are so easily lived inside of their marriage and have right. a whole different woman. It's like they have an alias. Like you get married and like, you know what I'm saying? You exchange your vows, but then they also like secretly hand you like a book, like a little tablet, like passport book with your aliases and aliases yes. in them. And I'm not saying that every <coughs> marriage is like this, but this is just based on my experience and I believe Shanice's as well. It seems that married men seem to be the most available. And I think <laughs> that is just something that we should try to unpack because why is it that when you are in a committed relationship under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all, that you <laughs> decide that you are actually for everybody. And that makes wild. no sense to me. It's like you have the extra time, you have the extra funds, and you have the extra energy to give out to these other women and commit to them as well as committing to your wife and family. And it well, is that, that, so crazy. That's wild because, okay, when you have the energy to do that, you're automatically canceling out the commitment part of the relationship that yes. you the one indivisible committed to the one that's divisible. you're divisible it's divisible divide <laughs> division divide wow like it's like it's so i mean like literally when we were talking about this it was like a, a light bulb went off in my head mm-hmm. because i was telling jess i was like you know what like what i've learned from being married is that you never stop living your own individual life you just add another person right. into your individual you have to life accommodate. right and so when it's these type of men who are like oh i have time to do this let's go out like, like let's take a trip or you know let's do this and let's do that 
I was like looking at the scenarios and thinking to myself, this is how it happens. And I'm going to tell y'all. So basically what what they do is they come home at night. Right. Because it's a part of their their every day. Like you wake up, you get ready for work, you go to work. You know, you have that work time between nine and five. You do a happy hour after work or like, you know, you, you meet with your coworkers or whatever. You wind down after work. And then after you go to work you go home. And so in between that time is when most married men find their extra time from what I'm seeing in the car during the commute, you talking on the phone or it's like, I'm going to meet up with my side chick or my potential side chick. And we're going to go here for dinner. Like I'm going to make her feel like she's the only one trying to be the only one when she's not. And it's just wild to me because it's for me, like personally, I've had an experience being married, having a married man come to me and ask me questions like, hey, what would you feel if I rented you out a whole apartment and then I could just see you there because I just really feel like we have this connection. Mind you, the only reason why he knows me is because of my job and because it's my job to be kind to people because in my past jobs, I've been in the hospitality industry as well as like customer service, essentially. So it's just my job to be nice to you. Never have I ever made it clear that I wanted you. Never have I ever said that or never have I ever even alluded towards that but because you're so comfortable now because you come here every day and let's say it's like a private members club so you feel exclusive and you feel you know entitled to my energy but you ask me something so crazy when you have a whole wife and four kids and it's like (laughs) how do you have time what are you doing extra funds to where you want you want to pay for a place for me to live so you can meet up with me i feel like this Like, I feel like already we're going to have to do a part two on this because there are more men that can relate to this than maybe you would expect. Truth. Um, And that's, I mean, that's fine. Like, I just really, I'm just intrigued, honestly. Like, you experiment 326 at this point because I want to (laughs) understand what it is that you're doing and why you go about it the way that you do. And maybe I can develop more defense mechanisms for this type of behavior because while you may be dealing with something, and I feel like a lot of times when this happens, it means that you're dealing with something within your relationship or within yourself, um, some level of, I don't know, inadequacy or um, unfulfillment or settling that you might have done that leads you to feel comfortable enough to pursue someone outside of your marriage or even relationship i'll just take it all the way there true so confidently um lets me know that there's something deeper going on and i just being curious would love to tap into that and figure out the mentality so eventually i feel like we're gonna have to have a part two and have a male perspective and i'm not saying the male perspective has to be someone that has actually been through it but it probably would be helpful to speak with someone who went about at least has a dad right at least has a dad who did that right or not even a dad like a friend or anybody like in their or in their past life somebody they might have been that person living double lives like and we have several examples of people that we know people that we don't know we see in the media like uh like wendy williams and her husband or ex-husband like he had a whole entire woman that he took care of and catered to for over a decade. And that was her man. A like, house. That was her man 
and hers too. My man is my man is all y'all man and our like, man and we got men and that's him right we there. We don't what? operate well. Clearly, some women do operate like that, but like I can't fathom operating like that knowingly. No, I can see being bamboozled not. and blindsided, but I just can't fathom the thought of, of knowing that that's how you get down and no. I'm, and I'm over here. Ain't no man that I'm equally yoked with going to treat me that way and is going to live to see another day doing me like that. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. Like, ain't no way. And I think that that's what's so crazy to me, even like having an example where I've dealt with that in real life of having someone who is just affluent. But it's just, I mean, there's broke men doing it too. So don't get me wrong. It's not just one type of man yeah, out that's here a discriminate. living two different lives. It's just people who have the opportunity and then take the opportunity to do that. And so I do want to hear a male perspective only because I want to see the vantage point and I want to know the thought process behind having two and what that actually does for you. Because if anything, having two people in the same capacity is exhausting. Like how you got two, like how do you have a well, wife and then a girlfriend? So based on, you know, experiment three, two, six and others, I've learned that (laughs) (laughs) because this has happened more than once in this meaning fully married men or men that have been in long term committed relationships approaching me in a way that would make me think that you are fully available and free to do that. And you're not. Um, So the fact that they were able to do that is, is just beyond me. But. The explanations that I've heard sometimes can be along the lines of, well, back in, you know, B.C. 42. Before Christ. Noah, (laughs) you know, he had a whole slew of women and um, that seemed to be okay. And then Moses and then Jacob and then everybody else, they all had multiple women and concubines and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I understand that. Like, because I believe in the Bible and everybody doesn't have to believe in that. But even I think in a lot of just in history, it was more acceptable and more common to have multiple women. Do I think, in my opinion, that that is is right? No, no, I don't. Um, But I can see that. I can see why you would say that it's human nature to have more than one woman and to feel that you should be entitled to have more than one woman to woman to serve different purposes in your life. But I just don't see how, okay, first of all, times are different and I'm just not going to sit around and be one of many. Like, (laughs) no, you're too good for that. Choose a crowd. You're doing too much. I'm hot. And (laughs) you're in my space. Get her out of here. It should be one person and that should be me. Remove the presence from my presence. You hear me? I'm (laughs) your presence (laughs) is a present. (laughs) Wait, that doesn't even go with the topic. Remove the presence from my presence. Remove the presence from my presence. But no, I just don't I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense to me. Um I can like I so I can say this. Monogamy is not natural. It's not. No. I mean by human nature, it's not natural. But I do believe that if you decide to get married, 
and you commit to one person, then that was a choice that you made on purpose. And so if you make the choice on purpose to only be with one person, then make the choice continually. And yes, it's a sacrifice. And yes, it's not natural. And yes, it goes against every type of humane, carnal mood, feeling, and, you know, enticement that you have. But it doesn't mean that you can't do it. And I feel like if you desire other women, then just, you know, stay single and do you until you can commit to one person. Because even if y'all try to come up with like an open marriage concept, it's still not right. And it still doesn't make sense. And so to me, I'm like, yeah, I see that you have this hunger for other women, but you can easily leave your wife. Like you don't have to. Well, be okay. Then the argument is. How easy is easily? Oh, so it's not easy. It's cheaper to keep her. It is cheaper to keep her. It's cheaper to keep. It's a mental. Whoever you're with. People are selfish, though. Like, and that's something that I do know. Men Mm -hmm. and women, we are selfish in some type of capacity to where it's like, no, I want what I want. And then I want to want what I want to have as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I want my bike, but I also want to get new tires so the bike in case the tires blow out. But I'm going to keep the tires in the garage, but I'm also going to visit the garage and rub on the new tires too to make sure (laughs) that they still got air in it, you know? I'm trying to keep them things filled up. And I just feel like at the end of the day, like, you can't do that when it comes to, like, marriage and relationships because the only way that... You can. You can. You shouldn't. But the marriage won't work well. And, like, your kids won't end up learning much or they won't end up learning the right way because the effects that they have the residual effects that they have like based off of your marriage is going to show itself that's their generational curse that's what i'm saying like why are you trying to set your kids up to fail sir <laughs> if you if you want but, like oh. <laughs> but it ain't about the kids in that moment in time it's not even about the kids they don't even think about they're them. not even thinking about that they're thinking about well they think if about you that really thing. think about it I just I just want you to be there. But you have nothing to do with my wife. That's crazy because <laughs> wow. I wife. do. <laughs> because you're seeking something else because you either one don't have it at home or two you have it you just want more and yeah. you want an ego boost or you want an added layer of fulfillment you want a reminder you want a reminder that you still got it and if that like you said if that's what you're looking for if that's what you want then i think you should take the proper steps to try to fully pursue that and in order to pursue that you need to be single um, truth and, Check yourself. and i'm all for taking your time and figuring out the best path to that if that's what you're being if that's what you feel like you're being called to do but trying to maintain a single life and a married life it's not gonna is, work it's challenging it's it's impossible and when it blows up in your face boom it's going to hurt more than keeping her exactly because what people don't understand is just because you have another person doesn't change the feelings for the person that you are with so as soon as it ends up just coming out of its own shell because depending on what type of relationship you have with your you know your um oh my gosh what is it called a husband no 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 the the other person no the one that's outside of the marriage your Your mistress jump off yes all of depending above even though you have feelings for your mistress it doesn't take away from the feelings for your your wife or your husband right right just because you have feelings to be out here doesn't mean that you're 
your feelings are automatically projected onto your significant other. You're going to be you're going to be hurt and you're going to be disappointed and you are also going to be bewildered because not only will you lose one, you'll lose the other because you have to think about this. Anybody that's willing to be with you when you with somebody else ain't really with you. Do you hear me? They're not with you. And so with that being said, it only lasts for a little while. And with that being said, instead of just taking something that's temporary, why don't you take what you vow to for a lifetime and make it something? Unless you really aren't meant to be with that person and you know that, then just leave them. I mean, it's not as easy as it sounds, but it's it's so much better than pursuing something else outside of it. At least then, like, you'll have a... You'll have a sincere peace in your heart knowing that you made a decision for yourself rather than making a decision that just pleased the flesh. Well, what if it's someone who actually um, they might be, you know, they might struggle with narcissism Oh, because that's everywhere. That is actually I don't know. I don't know because that means they ain't got no feelings there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like there are narcissists who feel like they feed off. I can do I can do whatever I want and I really don't understand why you're sad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand why you're upset that I'm out here doing what I want to do because I thought you loved me. So, Mm, you know, that's scary. There are all different types of people in these scenarios. So it's easier to say like, yeah, like if you're not happy or if you feel like you married the wrong person or if you feel like you shouldn't have married them, then you should just break up with them. Just get a divorce. Just leave. Just leave. But it's not as easy. if you, if you, I feel like, okay, I think I'm very self-aware. Despite the missteps that I've taken over my life, I think I'm very self-aware and I can verbalize my feelings and I can also read people to filth. Yeah. for what they're going through and the struggles that they have. But if someone is so out of touch and so disconnected from their feelings based on whatever, like childhood trauma right. or things that they've been exposed to or a lack of things that they've been exposed to, they're not really going to empathize to a situation where their significant other is feeling like you are disconnected and you are out here for everybody in these streets true and not pouring into your marriage they're not going to grasp that because they don't want to because it's not going to sit with them yeah they have to they have to be willing to see themselves and to tap into that defect i'll call it but see that's the thing so i was i was just gonna say that there are some people that you can't change right and there's some situations you can't fix like in a sense of saying like the narcissists of this world or you know the super prideful people of this world Mm -hmm. there's nothing there's nothing that we can say to that type of person the only type of person that we can speak to is someone willing to change and someone um open to change right right and with with the subject of you know living a double life um what we're really tapping into here and really discussing here is you know not not being fully in one part of 
either one of those phases in your life. Like you're not fully a part of your marriage. You're not fully a part of, you know, your side relationship. So you're only giving pieces of yourself. And all we're trying to do is convince you to be fully in one area, whether it's with, you know, the side person that you think that you should be with or it's with your spouse or with yourself or just with yourself. Um, and with yourself being like (laughs) with God. Okay. Because (laughs) yeah, you need him just as well as we need him. And I just feel like at the end of the day, you should be the most honest with yourself, not with anybody else. Right. Like it should be you that you're the most honest with. And I feel like the most free that you feel in a a situation is the one that you should lean towards regardless of what that may look like um or Or who that may disappoint yeah or yeah yeah i agree just be be in the place that you feel the most free and if you're kind of in a defiant place in that freedom check that like don't breeze past it like tap into that and see where that's coming from because it's not just coming from nowhere yeah like oh why do i like living like this like why do i like being secretive why do i like being like you know I, I, unknown why mm-hmm. do i like that and what causes me to like that what is it in me and how do i address it but that goes back to being self-aware and i feel like a lot of times just human flaw like we run from our problems we run from our traumas we run from negative experiences thinking that it's not going to catch up with us when in fact it's already caught up to us and it's actually spilling out in other ways and yes. i feel like i've said this before on a previous podcast but when you're constantly trying to like dodge something that's right in front of your face it's going it's, it's going to come bigger. out oh my gosh it's, it's going to get it. bigger and it's it might bigger. not come out in a way that you think it would come out like it's not going to come out of your mouth yeah but it's going to come out in your actions it's going to come out in your attitude it's going to come out in your disposition it's going to come out in your lack of sleep and your lack of peace like that that's not going anywhere you're not sleeping you hear me right you are not not resting (laughs) (laughs) there's no rest for the wicked and it's so real like i literally had somebody text me today like you know i'm really getting any sleep but i'm not stressed uh probably not because uh, you're stressed uh, don't put yourself look into that and i feel like it's so important like and i keep mentioning therapy because i feel like there's always been this huge stigma around it like oh that's for you know crazy people but it's like no sometimes you need to like tap into some things and see yourself and acknowledge some things and confront some things in order to evolve and grow as a person because there's a reason why like you said there's a reason why you're not fulfilled by the person that you married or there's a reason why you got married to them when you know you shouldn't have come on you're what are you running from come on the truth (laughs) the truth (laughs) like like let's Let's talk about it. But people don't want to see that. They don't want to acknowledge that. And, you know, we kind of touched on a little bit last week when we were saying how you go into relationships looking for a project, looking to fix someone up in hopes that you Mm. fix yourself. Yes. So it's like, oh, they have this problem. Let me fix that. Let's focus on your problems because I don't want you to see that I'm actually really messed up and I have a lot of trauma and I'm broken. Yeah. If you can be in a relationship where both of you are transparent enough and comfortable enough and aware enough to work through your issues, 
then I feel like that's when you have the true peace and prosperity. But you can't get that if you're really trying to convince. Like I had someone really try to convince me that it made sense <laughs> for me to be for me to be a side chick like that. <laughs> what? One thing y'all got is the audacity. I am really the convinced. The audacity. The D-H-E. whole entire capital. Like, that for me, that doesn't align with who I am. And the fact that there are a lot of women out here who are really okay with that and they're looking for a situation like that only makes it harder for women like me who, I mean, I need all of you. Truth. Because all of me wants all of you. And if we don't all want each other, then <laughs> what are we doing? It's why would I oh. why would I accept half of you as but why would they expect you to if somebody really cares about you why would they expect you to exactly That's the thing it's like no I know a tree by the fruit that it bears and if you're sitting here trying to tell me that I shouldn't want all of you and that I don't need all of you then you're letting me know that you are crazy I mean <laughs> you're really out here trying to bamboozle me like mm-hmm. you're really trying to play me and that's unacceptable mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there's no way that I'm going to sit here and choose somebody who could barely even choose themselves, let alone me. Exactly. So you're going to choose me, you, and her? That's what you're going to do? Who that else you going to choose? Sense. Because if you make a room for all of us, it got to be somebody else on the bus. Right. <laughs> I think it's, ooh, it's just so much that goes into it. I think society plays a big part. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, like it's cheaper to keep her. And not just her, but it can go both ways. But even still, like... People don't want to have to go through that. They don't want to deal with the repercussions of of breaking breaking that bond. Yeah, you know, because but so you rather break the bond in other ways that make you feel more comfortable. So it's like yes. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to go through divorce and you know her taking all my money or you know the house and whatever else. But no. you would rather break the bond by convincing it's me that I should be a side bond. chick. That's wild. No, because, because no. nine times out of ten, that man is not not sleeping with his wife. And if he's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, you heard it. Not not not, not. <laughs> double negatives <laughs> out not. here. <laughs> like y'all have to really be like co- like cognizant but mindful. Like if he's living with her and he's going home to her, he is having sex with her just like he is having sex with you and you think that you're special because you are special and you are beautiful but you are being played (laughs) (laughs) two things can be true two things can be true you're special and you're you're being played like don't ever think that it's only out here for you if he committed to somebody else he signed up for that sis so in no way is he wrong to do it the only thing he wrong about is you And for him to like come at you so easy, like I mean, we we have stories, come on. but like for a man to just, they have a whole tactic, yes. a whole game plan. And the reason why I would love to do a part two is just to really understand like the rationale, like like or lack know. thereof. Let me know. That you doesn't know make sense. Just, I have the perfect guest for us. <laughs> Oh my! Oh, do we have a show for you? Yes. You know what, y'all? 
you know what? I think I'm going to try and get him on. So I was having a conversation with a gentleman today, and he was talking to me about how <laughs> women and men have a different, like, basically he was saying that, like, women are more players than men. And I was like, no, no, no. He's like, women have more options. I said, no, you think they do because there's men that keep telling them they want to, like, sleep with them. I said, but that's not really an Those option to women. That's just more a, an outlet for, like, a sexual release. But that's not an option for a man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just an option for sex. But do we have more options than men? Because there's more thirsty women out here looking to be cuffed up, especially by a man who can provide. So <laughs> I'm just saying I think I have a great guest for us. We may have to hop on a plane and get there. But you guys, I think I have it. I think that would be really insightful because I like we say this time and time again. But I mean, I feel like 98 percent of the time we're right. Yeah. About things. Absolutely. But the way we might deliver it is just coming from a woman's perspective. So it's it's important to get like the male breakdown on the level of, you know, stupidity in the in this area. Because all like all men we are not man bashing. No. We're talking about a specific demographic of men. Like a specific group of men. A small sliver. Small big married men who are (laughs) small but vastly large do you hear me (laughs) it's a lot of y'all it's a lot of y'all but there's a lot of good ones too but like i feel like they're they're more quiet i think i said this too married men are the most confident i'm like how where are you getting this confidence why are you talking to me like this (laughs) where is your wife Oh my God, I'm hot. Why and are you Susan saying? only knew that she was out here acting like this. And I'm not even really gonna like try to try to corner it to just married men. I I look at it if you made a commitment to someone, yeah. if you told them that you are exclusive with them and y'all are together, then I'm looking at you crazy every time you comment. And I might be nice because I'm nice and I'll smile and nod back in a response but i'm looking at you crazy because absolutely why are you why are you choosing to live this double life like that has to be the most exhausting draining thing in life nobody wants to do that like all i want like i guess if i could find a solution for like this podcast or really like an outcome that i would like I would like for a man who is going through this process in his life where, you know, he's living a dual life, you know, and he's really going after what he wants, but staying committed to what he needs. I would like to hear from that man. And I would like for him to say, you know what, Shawnees, you know what, Jess, I see you, I hear you, I understand you, and I'm going to think about it. (laughs) You know? Like, all I need is a little reflection. You know, I don't need you to change. That's not, you're not my man, because I know <laughs> you're not mine. Um, but what I'm saying is, you're somebody's or somebody's. And um, <laughs> plural, I didn't know how else to say that. But like, all we want you to do is take a second, think about your actions, like ponder on them, okay? And then make an educated decision behind it and say, Hmm, maybe I could do this. 
because I feel like for us having these conversations helps us in our future with who we deal with and then who we become. Cause just like men have options, women have options too. And there are married women who are living dual lives the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and we say the same to them. Just think about it and try and reconsider. And if you can't reconsider, at least find a counselor. <laughs> <laughs> find some help but you have to think about it this scenario is more often than not yeah like jordan woods oh yeah like i mean can we can we just go down the list like there's a list of situations that we know of where the woman made a conscious decision and i'm not saying that shanice or i are perfect because we're not we're not <laughs> we're actually not. not and if you know us and you know this then you know but we can only speak on these things with confidence because we are imperfect and we've seen and and been around and experienced things so when we when we hear and are confronted with situations where men are approaching us in their situations it's kind of disheartening but you have to look we have to turn it back on the woman, too, because I would say, like, 90% of the time, the woman knows that this man is involved with somebody. Truth. This is not a secret. Because I think sometimes men think that being honest and transparent will get them further into a situation shit. Or what is it? What is it? An affair. Yeah. That's the mature <laughs> word. What is it? <laughs> is An that? Affair. And I feel like that's happened twice. That's happened twice to me where someone really tried to approach me. And at first I was like, "Mm, why are you doing that? And once they did about like 10 minutes into the conversation, by the way, you know, I have a wife and I have a child. Just wanted to get that out there before we continue (laughs) our conversation. Hold on. So now I'm offended at this point because you think that I'm okay with that. And I and I'm and I'm not. It just it doesn't it doesn't add up to me. And so I I think this is a very touchy subject and a controversial subject. Yeah, true. But I think it needs to be aired out. It's we're done with it being like taboo. I think it's best for us to get an understanding of the man's mind and how it works and their reasoning for why they become suddenly so available mm-hmm. when they're in a committed relationship. And then why like what certain happens? women accept this behavior and proceed without caution to the point where they're, they think that that's their man. Like I, it doesn't, it just doesn't add up to me. Maybe we should find a woman. We should find both. I think that'd be harder because it would have to be someone who's super comfortable with having been a part of that experience. But um, I don't know, man. I just, it, it frustrates me. And it frustrates me being a single woman. Because <laughs> I'm like, man, all y'all married, man. Like, I'm trying to get where you at and be actually committed like, I don't want a, a man that's are. already married. Like, I want someone who's not married 
and who's honest and <laughs> loves single, me. Jesus? Like, look, Lord, I see someone who's single, God. <laughs> I see the single man, God. All these married men coming up to me. <laughs> like, what does that say about me? Like, that makes me, it makes well, me go away. No, it's not even, no, no, no. You, no, I would never take that personally because it's, it's not because you're just a beautiful person in a general sense, right? And so mm-hmm. with men, in, a, in I mean, I feel like men are very visual. So I don't think that they look at you and be like, oh, yeah, she's down. She's down to be my mistress. Like, no, they're just shooting their shot and hoping and that, that you'd be down, right? So, yeah, I wouldn't even take that personally because most people who do that just suck. And they're just, <laughs> they're just, I mean, honestly, and they're just trying to throw it out there to see what they can catch. And I mean, they're really shooting their shot. And I mean, even if you do like respond back to them, that's still not like that. That's not a judgment on you. Like, oh yeah, Jessica's the type to do X, Y, and Z. No, 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 no. That is that man. And that is, that's his thought process, mm-hmm. but that has nothing to do with you. So no, they just. Suck. I just think it's like mad interesting. Like I'm really serious when I said experiment three two six because <laughs> I was trying to understand. He's really a real thing, y'all. Really a real thing. So tell me more. Like, so why do you think that I should? Why do you think I should be a part of this? Like, Explain it to me. Break it down. Because I'm not going to. I just want to know. No, because I almost took it um, personally. Whenever that guy was like asking me, like, oh, well, do you want to just, you know, I can pay for an apartment for you and mm. whatever. And I'm just like. Did I make you feel comfortable enough to say something like that? <laughs> I have a sign on my head that says, "Please." <laughs> she down to cheat? Like what? Cheat with me? I'm cheatable. <laughs> like, cause I'm not, and I don't like it, and I don't like you, and I'm not attracted to you, and I don't think that I even looked your way, but here you are offering me things. Okay, so devil's advocate. What if it was someone that was super attractive? No. <laughs> Let's be honest and human here. <laughs> If it, <laughs> if, <laughs> if it was someone that was really attractive, if it was, well, I think Tristan Thompson is not attractive, but like that's the first example that comes to mind. No, he looks if it was a Tristan Thompson esque man with status and caliber and money or just good looks in your eyes, would it be more difficult? To turn down the situation, to turn down his proposal of hmm. you being a mistress. Hmm. You asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you know you're a little different. You know, honestly, because you gotta like, you gotta block that. You gotta, you gotta speak against that. And then Jesus, you be like, mm 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 This is lust, Lord. This is lust. I'm a lustfully. So you're gonna talk answer. to yourself. So what I'm going to do, I am going to talk to myself first. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Shani, is this really happening? And you'll be like, is he really married? That must be a fake ring. He playing. He playing. I'm going to just see what's up. Let me see. No, 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 no. Don't see. Don't see. Don't see. All right. Let me see. No, 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 no. Yes. No. But yes. So you're going to have an internal struggle. I'm going to have a, like. a, y'all, a whole battle. Imagine Boris Kojo, if that's your type, or like an Idris Elba. But you can't do or that. Like, they both got beautiful you know, put together wives. Nicole. What about the white? You listen, Nicole Ari Parker. Who? Who white? Who's white? Um, they they're people uh, too. Somebody white. That's fine. I don't know. I can't pinpoint right now. Anyway, imagine like one Channing of those Tatum. type of dudes. Channing Tatum. They call me Channing Tatum. You hear me? And like, <laughs> ah. 
So imagine one of them coming up to you and saying something wild like, I want you. Huh? Me? I watch your movies. Um, uh, um, so it would be like a, huh? Like you would, it would, for me, it would be like a, a step back, right? I'd be like, oh my God, this is a trap. You'd be flattered. This is such a trap. I'd be so flattered. Okay. But at the end of the day, being a fully married man and then like probably fangirling over his wife, I would still feel away. I'd be like, wow, that's wild. Let me think about it. And I probably wouldn't say anything, but I would take his number so I could just have it so I can put it in my phone. And then I'd be like, mm, this nigga ain't shit. And I'd be like, mm. <laughs> And then I'd probably <laughs> sit there with it. I'd sit there with it and I'd probably go eat dinner with him and, and talk to him about it. And then I probably would never talk to him again. You would see, that's the trap. Because all <laughs> women be like, yeah, I'm just going to talk to him about it over <laughs> dinner, over the dinner that he's going to pay for. <laughs> Where you look all good at. Well, you do the most. <laughs> well, you do the absolute most. You go buy a new dress. You get your toes and you get your nails and you get a you wax. Hair done. Because you don't know You're not getting happen. a wax. You ain't doing that. Shit. You're getting a wax. <laughs> if you already have one. But, like, all I'm saying is you prepare yourself for whatever. And you're like, you know what? I'm never going to be in this position again. See? And that's where it starts. So now we understand the the, the what would you do the mentality of a side chick i'm gonna write a memoir <laughs> <laughs> the mentality of a side chick <laughs> the mentality <laughs> diary of a side chick <laughs> how i made it through <laughs> did i did or am i still in it <laughs> no but for me, so like, funny. I understand the temptation. Yeah, true. I would be lying if I said that the temptation is not there. At the end of the day, you I think we're it. all human. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> we are. And we all are flawed in that way. Like, yeah. we have, like, this fleshly desire to do things that are not right. True. Um, but that's why I took the time this week to unplug and read my book. <laughs> <laughs> I you don't want to be tempted to, in any you way, have shape, to or form. Kill the flesh, right? Yes. You have to kill the flesh daily. So yes, we're playing. Like no, I don't know what the heck I would do in a situation like that. I would rebuke but, it in the name of Jesus. But it's like at the end of the day, what you have to recognize is that you are worth more yes. than you know a part-time position, than right? A married man. Like <laughs> you got to be than so an already real. married man. <laughs> okay, you're so much more than that and you have to know your worth and at the end of the day it's really just going to be about how much you love yourself right and your response that's what it is and so if you think of it that way then it's so much easier to say no mm-hmm. like you know what there are I plenty of other deserve what rihanna got the prince of saudi arabia i made it up <laughs> but like i don't i don't I want that yeah he <laughs> He's all for me. Like, why would I want somebody that's halfway for and you know this? Right. What? No. But you know Rihanna's happy though because she didn't gain happy weight. That's what I'm I'm trying to be like Rihanna. Right. That's that's when you know. Like she got like whole titties. Right. And she's itty bitty titty bitty like she was the itty bitty titty committee president. She was, and now she thick thick. She thick thick. And she comfortable. Like that's if, if you've never seen anything else, ladies, that's what you need to aspire to be in that capacity where you literally can turn down any man, married or not, 
and not flinch because you feel in your heart that you know what you're just not on my level exactly and your ex is so sad they got together and made a song <laughs> they ain't got no guidance because rihanna out there being popping she killing you niggas and i love y'all y'all have a dance battles over her still <laughs> <laughs> y'all sick y'all out here she, sick with these she movies. over here not making music <laughs> and still make it more than both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they out here with these little mediocre ass models as they co-stars and strippers in these videos. <laughs> and Rihanna out here not even showing her, nigga. Y'all come on. <laughs> come on, Rihanna energy. Come on, let me tap into it. Tap, tap. Tap, tap. Tap, tap. Re, re, re. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. You gotta put on the music, girl. I just bought some new lipstick. <laughs> That's on me. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to get that you. lava body lotion. That's, That's what, what I'm I need. Saying. Like you out here shining, glowing. You over here giving us. She's doing this for the women. She's like these niggas really ain't. <laughs> they ain't that. They Whatever ain't. Whatever you thought, it's not. And I'm gonna show you by not even responding to them. I'm not even making nothing for these niggas. You hear me? Like I'm making this for y'all. Y'all my girls. I'm gonna be over here arguing with my Arabic man. <laughs> like I, I love it, Re. Like, and we need to be like you. That, that's thick and happy. That's the conclusion right there. That's really what it is. Thick and happy. Be like, be like Rihanna. <laughs> if you ain't seen nothing else, be like Rihanna. Be like Rihanna. Just so unbothered and living life, making money in her yeah, bag. Talk about unplugging. And in her bag. Like, that's really it. She in her bag and in her bag, too. Right. <laughs> she got all the bags. Okay. okay. Her man got a bag and she don't even need to be in it. <laughs> but she can if she wanted right. to. <laughs> it's oh just an God. option. She got a whole duffel bag out here. You know what, y'all? All right. Shout out to Rihanna, though. She just really made our lives. Shout out to her. I don't even think we realized how excited we were about her until we started talking about no, her. No, because when you really put the pieces together, it's like, wow, like. You're really she living. Took, she took a nothing and turned into something. She took two nothings and turned into something and left them as nothing. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, shout out to Rihanna. Um, also, something we wanted to start doing is shouting out one person for the week, one brand, one company, yes. something that inspires us, something that we love, something that we like. And this week, our shout out is going to Burning Bushes. Burning Bushes Shoes. Um, they have elevated our style. Okay. Elevated our step. Add some spice. Yes. And if you have not seen or heard of them, you can go follow them at, at Burning Bushes. Yes, and that's B U R N I N, like burning underscore bushes. Yes. And that's on Instagram, y'all. You can so, email them, but they also have a website. It's burningbushes.com. Right. And we do have some shoes. We have plenty of shoes. We have shoes Shout named out to after us, too. So go look for the refined heel. I think it's like a real heel as well. Mm hmm. And they have plenty of sales, you guys. So be sure to catch those. 
anytime you can go follow them on instagram like shani said it's at burning underscore bushes anything else you want to add no i think that we really i think we really did the thing tonight (laughs) (laughs) like y'all hey hey Hey. y'all hit the comments hit our dms hit our instagrams and let us know if any of that made sense to you (laughs) if any of that resonated with you just give us a snap emoji you know the snap emoji looks like i would love to see that all over our pages um be sure to tune in next time for another episode i really do think that we should have a part two of this i really think part two coming soon riled up over this part two coming soon part two soon come yes okay okay anyways thanks for joining us this has been another episode of real and refined bye see you next time thanks for tuning in to another episode of the real and refined podcast be sure to follow us and subscribe on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts